Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Okay, Doc, I was looking down the docket, no pun intended, and I gotta say, who the fuck asked for this? Yo, it's me! It's me, the guy who asked! What is this? But why? Hey, who man's is this? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Who man's is this? Are you serious? An adult Happy Meal? So, I actually was going to talk about this a couple of weeks ago, but we ran out of time. Uh, McDonald's has partnered with some streetwear brand. It's like Cactus Jack or something like that. I forget what they're called. But they are doing a limited run of these adult Happy Meals that come with limited edition collectibles. Because we're adults, right? Toys. They come with toys. These are adult Happy Meals. They come with toys designed by the streetwear company and um, they're all just mini pop finals <laughs> well it's like yeah it, it's kind of like the funko pop things but like for it, that's that's even a weird comparison right because there's like a four-eyed or an eight-eyed grimace they're they're funky mcdonald's collectibles they come in a happy meal box and mcdonald's employees would like you all to stop Please stop. <laughs> stop asking for them. You're driving them crazy. I I was I did have a guy walk into McDonald's when I was picking up a delivery and he was just like, I just want to like buy the toy. I thought he was talking about like just regular toy. Like No, no, it's for this adult happy meal run. Yeah, no, I get it. Being allowed to or being given the chance to relive a piece of your childhood with something designed specifically for you as an adult, it's it's cool. Of course- Unless they charge you $1,000 for it, Wizards of the Coast. This is not the case with the McDonald's Happy Meal. Um, it is just $20 as all meals from McDonald's are now. Um, um Escume, Escume, if you use the app, Yo, sometimes I don't know how the hell this this we deal pops up, but, but this deal pops up every now and then where it's ten dollars for twenty nuggets and two large fries. I feel like the ten for twenty nugget is um, isn't that standard? Twenty yeah. nuggets and two large fries. Two large fries for ten dollars. That's the deal, right? Because I think you can get twenty nuggets and a large fry for around ten dollars. But a large fry is almost four dollars. So, with that McDonald's app. Said, yeah. Honestly, if you just download the fast food apps and turn off literally all of the notifications, you'd find some pretty good value out of them. You'd also be tracked like all the time, but that's and not to get in like tinfoil hat territory. We've had I've had Facebook since like two thousand and eight. I've also, been I've been fucked. If, yeah, I was gonna say you got Facebook on your phone or Google, like any of this shit. I'm actually quite surprised that you haven't gotten any like DoorDash orders for the McDonald's the adult happy. You know what? See, the I thing wonder... is, all right, no, here's the thing. Like, when I go to McDonald's, I don't actually, like, s see the order. They literally just put the entire thing, drinks included, into the bag and hand me the bag. Yeah, but these come in, like, the Happy Meal box, right? Yeah, so... th they would put those inside of the bag. You think so? Oh, no, they, they do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, that makes sense, right? Because that's the best way to make sure the shit doesn't get tampered. Also, the easiest way to make sure the driver doesn't fuck it up, like, they like they put the drinks in, like, a little cardboard holder that they put into the bag. This is making me want McDonald's. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I eat McDonald's a lot at night yeah. because, like, I'd be out and I'd be getting a delivery and I'd be like, oh, I might as well get food while I'm here. Yeah, no, I haven't gone to McDonald's in a while because the McDonald's around me sucks. But, yeah, McDonald's around my house isn't great either, but they know me, so they make sure my stuff is good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a surprise. We, there was there was one DoorDasher. The ride, like, there was one DoorDasher last 
last night who was like, uh, Yo, the door's locked! I told you to go through the drive-thru! But I knock, and, uh, Mom sees me. The night manager, everybody calls her Mom. Uh, fucking crazy, though. Actually, a terrible manager. But, but, she sees me, and she lets me in. And the other guy's like, what the fuck? And she's just like, I don't know you. I'm counting money. I have the doors locked. You think I'm going to leave the doors open for some stranger? I know him. See, you call corporate Daniel vouch for me. <laughs> like, wow. I'm like. Wow. Wow. Did you get your food? I mean, I got my delivery. I didn't say a damn thing. I was just you like, know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, open up this yeah, Magic yeah, the yeah. Gathering app and turtle around on here. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. You know what else I appreciate? Biden has been going ham lately with uh, just, you know, losing all the fucks he had to give along with the way to pronounce words and form proper sentences. He has also decided to um, follow this trend of Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Linking up words, phrases, and clauses. He has also decided to, you know, can continue this trend in a way that some people feel like is surprising for Biden, but is also way long overdue. You think Biden actually just like, had, at his last birthday was like, fuck it, I got three years. <laughs> so that's what they said on internet today. They were like, either he's going crazy or he must be dying because uh, Biden has decided to pardon Anybody holding small marijuana possession charges federally and is urging local governors to do the same, right? Um, and he is also pushing for a measure that would see marijuana rescheduled. Something rescheduled? Yeah. So just rescheduled. But what does that mean? If you are not um, aware, as my co-host is not reclassified. So. Heavy narcotics are classified in a terminology known as Schedule, right? And oh. marijuana is a Schedule One drug up there with like heroin. Cocaine is a Schedule Two drug, right? Well, fentanyl, I think it's like Schedule Two. It might be Schedule Three. I'm not gonna look it up right now. Biden is calling for the rescheduling of marijuana. Some people are, you know, applauding this maneuver right saying that it is a step in the right direction one that is quite in line with democratic you know procedures yeah right like that slow kind of progress where as he could easily with the same wave of the wand as he just used to pardon small possession charges he could easily just deschedule marijuana altogether Right? And deal with the legality of it afterwards, like Trump did. He'll just declassify it all. It feels like Biden wants to pull, like, these kind of Trumpian moves, but he's also still holding on to that, no, we're reasonable. Right? And it's like, fuck being reasonable in an era where the last president literally took top secret documents with him to his golf course. I think, all right, so here's here's what it is. Biden is grandpa. The rest of the Democratic Party are like liberal Gen X parents, right? GOP are all petulant children. And then eventually grandpa just came in and he's just like, all right, look, you little shit. I was in knob. I don't even know if I would go that far, right? Like. Biden isn't even that grandpa, right? Like, Biden is the, like, sense and sensibility grandpa. He's like, okay, everybody. Doesn't change down. the fact that he was in Nam. It's like, he thinks he's... All right, he wasn't actually in Nam, but I'm talking metaphorically if no, he was in Nam. No, 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 no. Old time, Biden is trying to be the Mr. Rogers of democracy. Hmm. I see your point. He's trying to be the Mr. Rogers. Trying to be. He's but not he's not being the Mr. Rogers. 
because remember, Mr. Rogers went to bet for the PBS budget, right? Like when they were trying to cut the budget for that channel, Mr. Rogers went to Congress and testified as to why it was necessary for them to remain in the standing that they were in, right? Like why public the public broadcasting um, service was a necessary function of the American system. If I remember correctly, like it was a long time that he testified and it was a very powerful testimony. I got it. Like, Biden... Biden now is acting the way that Arnold's grandma did the entire series. I don't know if he's reached that level of crazy yet. Like... But maybe the level of fucks given? I don't even know if I... No, that's my whole point, right? Biden is still trying to remain sensible. He's trying to make it look like that the Democratic Party is the the conscientious party it is the objective party right? uh, I, I, like i was really thinking about this like it's the when, when you guys were having trying to get des to bed and you were like reasonable reasonable all right des go the fuck to bed <laughs> that's where biden is at right now i don't even know if biden is there right like i keep feeling like biden wants to pull bernie mac moves but feels like he can't well, right. now he might, because he confirmed as a listener of the flood. Hey, I'm saying go full head of state. Go full head of state. Why not? They would. That's what they want to do, right? Literally, the, all the Republicans are doing right now is trying to decide if they want Ron DeSantis to run or if they want Trump to run. The Democrats are sitting here trying to look like the ones who are holding on to morality and justice and stuff like that. And it's like, no, no, justice is blind. She doesn't, she can't see the bloodshed. <laughs> get the fuck, get the fuck real with it. Like, if you're going to correct course, then you really got to correct course because when these people get a hold of the system, they're not going to hold back. Right? They're going to do what they want, and that's why Republicans love their party. Because right now, they are the ones who are out of the fucks given. Right? Like that whole Tucker Carlson, Kanye West interview, right? You could see the glee in Tucker's face the entire time. Right? He was like, look at Kanye saying all these beautiful conservative things there. Run Kanye with me. West. Hail Mary, baby, run quick, see. There, Kanye West is do, here. Do you, do you know that song? Yeah. I wanted to punch a fucking hole through my wall when Tucker Carlson said that he knew Hail Mary. And like I said, when you showed me this clip, the dead giveaway of anybody who hasn't heard that song is they would have immediately started humming along. I will eat a whole fucking bag of Bill O'Reilly's toenails if Tucker Carlson has one goddamn Tupac song in his fucking shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. It could be fucking California love. I guarantee you, nigga, ain't no goddamn way Tucker Carlson is fucking listening to Tupac. You shit. Tucker Carlson would be like, you yeah, I need the, the one song. Uh, Brenda's got a baby. I think it's really funny. No, he would He would be the one to be like, I think that, you know, the actual narrative of the song is really endearing and it's, you know, actually a desperate plight on the, um, the system and how it's failed black America. And that's why they really need to leave these liberals like Hillary Clinton and them alone because they're not doing anything for you, right? You know, they're the reason why Brenda had to, you know, they're the reason why Brenda's tummy is getting bigger. <laughs> Come on, Tucker, sing along. Yo, oh my God. It made me like, like physically like upset. Like I had a physical reaction to him being like, yeah, yeah, I know it. No, you don't. No, you. Oh my God, that whole interview was so fucking painful. And like we were joking, off. we were like, "What if Kanye was like, come on, Tucker, sing along with me? Come with me." What would you have done 
if Tucker Carlson had done the shit that the white girl did at the Kendra concert. And said the part out loud that you're not supposed to say out loud. Tucker. I wouldn't be babysitting two or three shots. We'd be fucking going off on the live right now. Tucker Carlson said the N-word quoting Tupac lyrics on Fox News. We would immediately yeah. call Darius over a straight no chase and be like, we need to do a live right the goddamn now. Son, I'm actually quite surprised that that didn't happen because with the way the current timeline we're in is going, I totally could see a situation where, I mean, fucking, who would have thought when you heard Jesus Walks for the first time that Kanye West would be on Fox News <laughs> being interviewed by fucking Tucker Carlson. Same guy that said George Bush, Bush doesn't care about black people. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Nigga. Nigga. <laughs> it's so wild. He out here with that crazy ass Duck Dynasty beard and like... <laughs> Jalen Rose would never. <laughs> It's fucking bananas, yo. He's on there talking about... He's just fully leaning into this black conservative shit. And he's straight dog whistling to black conservatives the entire time. The the way he was talking about his mother's liberalism. And his father's... Um, his, his father's, like, outstanding... Or his father's position as an outcast. Right? And, and like, in the, in the genius sense. Right, he kept saying my father was a very bright man, right? Like he's a very well-studied, well-educated person, right? And he didn't fit into your typical black spaces because he spoke too proper, right? Like how many times, I, I don't know if you are hip to this, but it's an archetype, right, of, of your black conservatives to say things like, Oh, well, I'm not accepted by your your typical black people because I speak too proper. The lawyer in the boondocks? Tom is kind of that representation, right? But it's, uh, it's more like the dude, like, oh, what the fuck is his name? I think it's like Black Noir, right? Like the, the in the NRA dude, the black dude that has that NRA podcast. Um, I, I, I don't know. Black Noir is the name of one of the seven in um, The Boys. That, no, so yeah, so it's not him, right? But it's it's Noir something. There's a certain type, right? They, they are the black conservatives, right? And usually they do find their way by being outcasted for not fitting into like what you would consider black cultural normatives, right? You can even find a lot of them in the black nerd community. You know, uh, typically when we were growing up, being into like anime and like, you know, punk rock culture or gothic culture, that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, I kept the fact that I played Yu-Gi-Oh! super mega hidden. Even in the, like, even in the black community, those things weren't things that were widely accepted. Unfortunately, a lot of the times, you will find kids who were into those kinds of things growing up in these spaces where they don't quite identify with black cultural normatives. And these are the people that Kanye is dog whistling to, right? By saying the things that he is saying. Not only that, but he is now heavily leaning into his like Christianity in the way that Joel Osteen leaned into the Christian everything is a prayer it's hip hop evangelism and you're not going to convince me it's not Kanye you tell me that drunken hot girls is a prayer please this so Tucker Carlson asked him in the interview what is your prayer life like? And Kanye said, this is a prayer. Right now, this interview, everything we do is a prayer. Right? So he's like doing conservative Jaden Smith shit. Uh, and I'm upset because this all started, right, with 
this them fucking dumbass t-shirts that he wore to his little fashion event in France. The White Lives Matter t-shirts. Him and Candace Owens were photographed wearing t-shirts that said White Lives Matter on them. Of course, everybody and their mama jumped on this shit, right? It was like, what the fuck is this nigga Kanye doing? And I said, what did I say? Of course he fucking would. Why the fuck would he not, right? He's, this is a man who literally jumps at the opportunity to do the most wild thing he could possibly think of at the time. Takes the microphone from Taylor Swift, the 2009 VMAs, he, announces that he's going to run for president of the 2016 VH1 uh, Legend Awards, and then does. Ask Sway if he has the answers. <laughs> no, I can tell you that Kanye thinks he has the answers. Right, and he's really like leaning into this idea that he he's got a messiah complex, and it's bolstered by the fact that like creatively and artistically, the man is extremely talented. Yeah. Right, and he we find ourselves in this weird predicament where we have where, to wrestle with the artist and the work of the artist in real time. Oh, I'm not wrestling with it anymore. I don't oh, me neither. Donna too was garbage. I don't support any of this bullshit. Donna was garbage. Yo, uh, and, and it's awful, right? Like, in the Tucker Carlson interview, I feel like he even disowns or disavows his mother, right? And her influences. He constantly speaks on her liberalism and how it kept him away from his father and his father's influences, right? And how his mother's influence led him down the path that pushed him into Hollywood and stardom and stuff like that. And how even though she was an educated woman, she bit her tongue. It, it, it was a crazy interview to watch and Kanye's body language was unsettling in the sense that he seemed lost in a daze. That's my point, right? It was unsettling in the sense that it seemed, even though he's speaking, like he found himself. It's like, it came like, across like he just came off of laughing gas. It felt to me like, even though he is speaking as if though he has found himself, he is trying to convince himself by convincing everybody that he's found himself, right? If that is the case. Another thing I walked away from this entire interview thinking was the fact that, oh, Kanye has jumped on that scammer train, son. Like, he's fully jumped on that evangelist, Republican, conservative scammer train because... It is really easy to jump on. I mean, did you hear about that, like, black girl who was like, I got kicked out of college for supporting Trump. And then she started to GoFundMe, and then, like, after two days of raising 150K, was like, fuck y'all, I just trolled you to get yeah. your money. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, I totally remember that shit, right? And All she had to do was take, like, two days of Twitter rage, and then just, boom. The photo that went viral of him in the T-shirt was of him and Candace Owens, and mark my word, I would not put it past it. I would almost bet 50... I was about to say 50K. I don't have 50K, so I'm not going to bet. We can go down to live and see if there's odds for that. <laughs> On Kanye and Candace Owens ending up in a relationship sometime here in the future, right? Because Super Bowl bet. Kanye West and Candace Owens spotted at the Super Bowl together. Mm. Prop bet. That might be one. If not, we could always just like call into Vegas and be like, Vegas! It just, like... So... Unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because I don't support this stupid ass stunt, but it did open up this discussion, right, as to what the meaning of the shirt was. And because it had like fucking Pope John Paul II on the front of it, and like people were like trying to tie in a religious aspect to it. I mean, I'm and, familiar with the life and works of JP2. When Tucker Carlson asked Kanye why he wore the shirt, he simply said, Kanye simply said, because they do, Tucker. And that's just the truth. Now, 
A lot of you may be thinking, well, Doc, your co-host is white. Don't you think white lives matter? I would like to once again remind everybody who is thinking that Black Lives Matter never, ever, ever actually meant that they were the only fucking lives that matter. God damn it, y'all. Like, what the fuck? This is so dismissive, absolutely obstructionary. Do you right. want to know we don't have to worry about saying white lives matter? Because literally everything else in the world implies that. That's, that's, but I also feel like that's kind of Kanye's point, right? Like, if you're thinking about this in a 5D chess level kind of thing, where they're, like, slowly destructing... Oh, the, 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 the negative GOP cabal? Right. The one we're talking about, where right. it's like, they're all playing 5D chess to collapse the GOP? Right, because right. Kanye is clearly saying, I mean, look at who the majority of his fan base is at this point, right? Like, I, not to be that guy, but if we're gonna be realistic about this, hip-hop was a powerhouse when it was created. We all knew that. That's the reason why it's the cultural movement that it is now. But another reason that it's the cultural movement that it is now is because the way hip-hop hit the suburbs running with Eminem and Kanye West and I got a hot Wayne, take. it's... I got a hot take. Absurd. None of this would have happened if 50's album outsold Kanye's opening week. Oh, if the massacre None of this would have happened would have also, if it outsold graduation opening week. Yeah. None of this would have happened. Um, in 50 Cent News, uh, his son reportedly went to social media to complain that his allowance of uh, fucking, what was it, like $6,000? I don't know if it was $6,000 a week or $6,000 a month was... Either one of those? Wow. <laughs> Stop complaining, asshole. <laughs> like, I get it. 50 has clearly done some very, like, dickheadish things. And, you know, it has been recorded in the past complaining about the amount of child support money that his baby mama and his children, like, tried to take from him. But when you do things like this, <laughs> do you know how many people would be fine with that? Like, an allowance of $6,000? Get the fuck out of here. Anyway... Back to Kanye West and his dumbass Tucker Carlson interview and tying it back into the whole Joe Biden thing. I feel like what's happening here is this weird arrangement of morals and values, right? Like there is, as we discussed, like when we decided to create the podcast, we're really trying to like parse out what the redefining of culture is is going to look like, right? Because that's what's happening right now in the United States. We've come across a couple of landmark things. Like, for starters, our longtime listeners know that we like to use the word when it comes to everything discussing history as the refurbishing of American history. We are not rewriting it, we are not maintaining it, but we are cleaning it back to its original form. Kanye even spoke about that right in the Tucker Carlson interview when he was speaking about um, the school that his children go to and the way they teach Kwanzaa, which he didn't really like elaborate Not at on, all. but then he was like, they don't teach about Christmas and he called it Christ mass. And I damn near wanted to fucking like punch myself in the face. How do you think I felt as the Catholic? Bro, come on. Like, could you get any more grand rising? Like, it's almost like Kanye, it, like, I think I would have accepted it more if Kanye had gone like Hotep. While you were watching Sailor Moon, you forgot how many moons ago they were sailing away with our bodies. <laughs> Wake up, Kang. Stop eating corn. We have to get another Hotep drop. But that I one's like so fucking good, but you're right. He's gone like Bill Cosby, dog. But we like, could probably take one from Boondocks. Absurd Bill Cosby, right? Like, this is this is a level of black conservative that I don't think, and that's why he's taking the position because it's one that we haven't seen in a very long time. I can't think of somebody this black and this conservative. I mean, like, 
Nigga, the kind of music that Kanye West has created. And he gets into this in the Tucker Carlson interview, too, and how he feels... Fall so hard, motherfuckers want to find me. Niggas in Paris. You made a song called Niggas in Paris. <laughs> Drunken Hot Girls. That's always another one of my favorites. Kanye's workout plan. Do I need to get... We can't. We can't be this... So, okay. I said I was going to tie it back into Joe Biden, so let me tie it Gold digger! This motherfucker, Kanye, is a goddamn gold digger. That's that's my point. Tying it back into Joe Biden. He take the money. They have no problem being as absurd as they please. The Republicans have literally taken absurdism to a whole new level that I feel like is going to be studied for centuries. I agree. <laughs> We're already studying it. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Eminem's, Eminem always be... Never mind. Anyway. Fact. Fact. What is it? Don't. Don't. See, see, it's shit like that. When people be like, Eminem is the greatest MC of all time. I'm like, okay, so technically speaking, this nigga is bananas, right? Right, but have you heard his discography? Fact is a song about a time where Eminem sticks a gerbil up his ass. My salsa? My salsa, 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 my salsa. Come on. The entirety of Curtain Call? Right. <laughs> right, because I was about to say puke. Right, like... 3 a.m. in the morning. I love that song. Put the key in the door and... Twisting the neck on a whore and... I'm dragging her across the floor and... Making her swallow oranges. Same old song. Come on, like, yo, no, I, I get it. Eminem do got bangers, yo. He got bangers. But what I'm saying is, is like, when we're talking about, like, quality, it's really easy to, like, seem technically skilled when you are not really saying shit. And, all right, and, I, I, hold well, on. Okay, I want to say, 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 for my delegation here. There's this is our one. This is our one. is being serious. He is completely capable of mastering the song. When he is, I mean, that his his greatest, his opus magnum, or, or his magnum opus, right? Lose Yourself, right? That's a totally serious song. That is not fact in any way, shape, or form. It still managed to get meme though. Mom, spaghetti. Yes, forever. Forever. <laughs> Did you ever... The way... All right, like... Yeah, say what you were going to say. You're, everybody listening to Lose Yourself, the way that line, Mom, spaghetti, pops up, the crowd will react the way, like, Baltimore sports fans will during the national anthem. Oh! oh! He's vomit on his sweat already. Mom, spaghetti! Yo, did you ever think that you would exist in a timeline? All right, but I did want to say something. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Hold on. Okay, All right, I was, I was going to say this. So, do that thing. Eminem. Do that. He's got bangers, but not everything is great. Who is one of my favorite artists of all time? David Bowie. Not everything David Bowie made was good. Actually, some of it was hot trash. But <laughs> what was that he fucking, fucking tried. What was that fucking song he did with Keith Richards? Where they did that gay-ass video? That song is a number one hit, thank you very much. The it's, stuff he did with Trent Reznor, though, is questionable. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I find it hilarious that you are... Defending the song he did with Keith Richards, where they were like, "What is it?" It was Mick Jagger right? for Mick starters, Jagger. and it was yeah. Dancing in the Street. And yes, it's, that was a number one hit. It's Thank you very trash. much. It's fucking trash. <laughs> it's definitely not David Bowie's best song. 
I know we have a problem with Rolling Stone lists, but them saying of the top 500 songs, David Bowie having number one and 500, pretty cool. Did they, David Bowie has the number one song of all time? And 500. Top 500, he has 500 and number one. What was the number one? Heroes. Never heard it. I... No, you're not... No, that wasn't... I think I could swim. That wasn't swim. you to sing it. <laughs> We like about, the dolphins. We were talking about something. And like the dolphins can one. swim. The Our day he died, one. I listened to it like I can't remember how many times and cried my fucking eyes out. Probably in passing, but I don't. I, not not to recall from memory. The uh, number five hundred song, I believe, was uh, "Man Who Sold the World." I walked across the sand. Fucking was a land. Does having the number 500 greatest song of all time count as an accomplishment? I think it's cool having 500 and one. But if you're number 500, though, like, because there's a lot of songs that have been made. It's like so the if you made number 500, is that, like, an accomplishment? It would be the equivalent, I suppose, of Mr. Irrelevant in the NFL draft the last draft pick. Right. It's like, that, yeah, you're an NFL player. It probably won't make it past training camp. Is that like an honorable mention? Like, once you get past, like, 300, like, those are all honorable mentions at that point. Right? Like, it's like, these songs were great, too, and we wanted to include them on this list, but not not in the top 100. I, I, if it was me and I was going through the top 500, there would definitely be some songs that I'm like, oh, come on, that could at least be 436. Yeah, no, you're totally the kind of person that would be like, that's not right. No, that should totally be like fucking 325, bro. Like, I remember right. another one of the top five songs, if I remember correctly. I think it was Feel Good Inc. by the Gorillas. But they also had a U2 song in there, so everything becomes sus. I mean, sus. that's a pretty recognizable song, right? You know, like, that's a, it's got a very recognizable tone, a very recognizable they did rank, to it. They ranked, they ranked that as the best song in the 2000s. Hmm. And you know what? I'm okay with that tape. Yeah, because it is, it's one of those songs that the second you hear it, you... You, you automatically know what it is. It appeals to fucking everyone. Right, and it's got that vibe that sets the tone, right? Kind of, you know, and the, the voices are iconic, right? Uh, speaking of iconic voices, Super Mario. Woo! The Super Mario Brothers trailer dropped. That was not a sound effect. That was actually me. This week. Awesome. The animation... Did not disappoint. Oh, it looked great. The trailer is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I laughed my fucking ass off. All the way up into Chris Pratt's absolutely dry rendition of Mario. Nigga, there is no seasoning on that shit whatsoever. Chris Pratt just said, it's almost like Chris Pratt said, you know what? Put I'm some cranberries gonna, in it. I'm not gonna <laughs> try. No, he didn't even put no raisins in this shit. This nigga walked up and gave us the fucking Jesus wafer. It was like, <laughs> hey guys, it's a me, a Chris Pratt. <laughs> I hope Charlie Day better not disappoint as Luigi. Right? No, I fully expect Charlie Day to lean all the way I didn't, into his. Bowser, Luigi, Jack Black is Bowser. I was like, that's Jack Black? That's great. No, I fully expected Jack Black to lean all the way into his Bowser. And, you know, Anya Taylor-Joy has probably been waiting to play a princess in something. So, Keegan, Michael Key is supposed to be... As Toad? Kid, like, right? the perfect person right. to be the trollsy-ass right. Toad. And he did it, right? So, what Also, hold on. Is no. there, So, is... In your knowledge of Mario canon... Toadstools Mario, Mario? are the people. But is Toad an individual? Toad is a toadstool. But is toad specifically toad? Like, that's the one toad. You know, because they have toad in, right? So I feel like this is a smurf But situation. then there's also like Paper Mario and stuff where there's like a toadstool kingdom. Right, that's why I said I feel like this is a smurf situation where like, did the smurfs have names? 
They were Brainy, all like, Vanity, Papa. First of all, can we address the fact that you are younger than me? And you remember all the fucking names of the Smurfs? I literally named three Smurfs. I don't I mean, how many were in the And coach? the two that I named, besides Papa, were Brainy and Vanity. Vanity. Let that sink in. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that, but the fact that they got the penguins in this shit, right? Oh my god, the penguins! When I saw the penguins, I was like, "Yo!" And then they got all serious, and then they, when they did the side screen, it was just like the snowball just like hitting Bowser. I fucking lost it. And then the penguin, the penguin doesn't even back down. He's like, "That's no. my, yo, that's when I lost. That's when I lost, right? Because like Bowser is literally just sitting there, like, "What the fuck, dog?" And like he was like. That's only a taste. <laughs> like what? Absolutely. If that's the tone of the movie, I am so about it. Like I said, is is uh like I said in the chat, it's more Lego movie and less emoji movie, and I'm fine with that. More Lego movie, less Sonic movie. I don't, I don't hate the Sonic movie. Me neither. They're enjoyable for what they but are. But it feels more Lego movie than it does Sonic I feel movie. like any rendition of Sonic other than the one with Jalil White as Sonic have, has always felt weird. You mean the cartoon? Yeah. <gasps> oh, man. I was about to sing the, the song. 90s, the 90s yep. Sonic. Sonic! Right. Not like Sonic X or... Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, that, like the good Sonic cartoon. Sonic Adventures was okay. The Sonic series that was running the same time as the good Mega Man series. Sonic Boom was also funny. That was a good one. Too. Is that like the Teen Titans Go of Sonic? Uh, that was the one that they had on Cartoon Network. Right? Mm. That wasn't a bad one either. It reminded me of the 90s Donkey Kong cartoon. That they had. Wow. Unlock the memory for you. Things I forgot about existed. The '90s Donkey Kong cartoon. That shit was dope, yo. Like it's it's little shit like that that I like rediscovering. All right, well let's just. All right, so Chris Pratt doesn't have a high bar to yeah, climb like, with the Mario no, TV show literally. and the '90s Mario movie. Like literally, that's the entire point, right? Like it's not. There wasn't a lot of work for this man to do. He did not have to reinvent the wheel here. Yet he literally just had to do some. It's a me. <laughs> Chris Pratt, <laughs> and he decided to just be like, "Wow, what is this?" Place? I bet you he walked in and he's like, "All right, we need you to voice Mario," and he's like, "But Mario never talks. He just makes sounds." He does talk, like he literally, like there's a whole fucking cartoon. That's the whole point. He's like, but I've never seen the cartoon. He never talks in the games. I, I totally would believe. That Chris Pratt has never seen the Mario cartoon. I would too. Like, I just feel like I—I I, I don't know. I feel like Chris lived on a. At this point, I feel like he lives on a farm somewhere, and he spent most of his time hauling lumber. How many Super Smash Brothers games do you think Chris Pratt has played? Over or under 1.5? Zero. You don't even think he played the N64 one? No, I don't. I think we've been taught to think that, right? Because of his role as Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? It makes him seem all, like, nostalgia crazy and stuff like that. But I feel like Chris Pratt probably grew up with stuff like He-Man and shit like that. So maybe he played Super Mario on the NES. I mean, we're also like you, you have to remember that Chris, like you have to separate the fact that there's Star Lord Chris Pratt, but there's also Parks and Rec Chris Pratt. Yeah, but I feel like that's not much of a like. That's, there's not much of a difference. There's not much of a gap. Right, like Star I just Lord. hope he taps into his Parks and Rec Chris Pratt, and not just be like. Oh, well, absolutely, right. Like I feel like he can totally lean. He can still lean into that, but it doesn't change the fact that this nigga absolutely applied no sauce when it came to the fucking Mario voice. No marinara, right? No tomato. No pesto. Extra none mayo. Of, none of that shit. Sun is dry. 
is dry as fucking prosciutto. That's what the fuck is like. There's nothing Italian about fucking Mario. Alright, I just want to say they fucked up from the very beginning. I don't know if they... They fucked up from the very beginning. Why? Well... They already had Charlie as Luigi. You put Mac as Mario. Frank as Bowser. I feel D like... D is Peach. I feel like... And Dennis is Toad. Danny DeVito as Mario would have been a better choice than Chris Pratt. And Dennis is Bowser. <laughs> no, fuck that. We can keep everybody else the way they are. Danny DeVito is right there. Can you imagine Danny I DeVito would say, as Mario? Let's give John Leguizamo another shot. <laughs> and let John Leguizamo be Mario? I don't know. You put me in a you put me in a very awkward position here, right? Because you know I'm a John Leguizamo stand. Me too. Right, right. But I'm also a Danny DeVito stand, and I would pay hot, hot, hot bills to watch Danny DeVito do a Mario rendition, right? Like a one man Super Mario show, and this nigga hopping on blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Second movie, Danny DeVito as Wario. Oh my god. The only- I didn't think this could get any better, but Danny DeVito as Wario makes so much sense. So much more sense. The chaotic energy that is Wario. It is literally like Danny DeVito is real life Wario. At this point. He just doesn't have the mustache. Wah! <laughs> no, they definitely, if they do another Super Mario movie, they definitely have to make War. Okay, but then who's Waluigi, though? John Leguizamo? No. Um... Yeah, why not? Right? Why not? Because Charlie Day is Luigi now. So John Leguizamo could totally be Waluigi. I feel like it needs to be somebody who's acted with Danny DeVito before. Why can't it be somebody like J.B. Smooth? Hmm. Oh my god, he would never do it, but I would love to see Danny DeVito as Mario and Jerry Seinfeld as Luigi. As Luigi? Yeah! <laughs> no, because I was just thinking, you know what would be great? And it would probably never happen. But Danny DeVito as Mario and Robert Downey Jr. As Waluigi. <laughs> oh shit! I meant Waluigi. Who the fuck did, did I did say? Did you say? I yeah, I meant Danny DeVito oh. is Wario. Yeah. And no, I know what you meant. I know what you meant. But could you imagine Robert Downey Jr. as Waluigi? So <laughs> we're fucking. Oh, never mind. He's dead. Clearly, the obvious choice would be Danny DeVito as Wario and Gilbert Gottfried as, as Waluigi. Waluigi. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Rest in peace, Gilbert Godfrey, because yeah, no, that, that would have been literally fucking yeah, perfect. Yeah, no, it would have been. It would have been. I can't even argue with you about that. It's like, but anybody other than fucking Chris Pratt is Mario. And I'm literally, I'm not, I'm not on the Chris Pratt hate train. I'm not, right? Like, this just. That, that, that is a train that's getting more passengers over the past couple of years. This just doesn't feel right, though. He's been on a downward popularity decline since. Ever since. since he fucked up, fucked up in, in Infinity in, yeah. War, my nigga. Ever since you couldn't keep your fucking ego in your pants, you fucking dick riding wannabe, like. You just needed the fucking spotlight, didn't you? You had to be all emotional. Oh, you killed Gamora, you son of a bitch. I hate you. No, you fucking idiot. All you had to do was take the glove off. You dummy. Anyway, I'm not on the Chris Pratt hate train. But what I do feel like is... Uh, that was a misplay. That was a misplay. That was definitely a misplay. Why? We, who's the closest thing we have to Gilbert Gottfried? I can't think of anybody right now off the top of my head that I would want to see. Maybe Eric I think Andre. the closest, honestly, I think the closest thing, like, because what made Gilbert Gottfried so iconic? His voice, right? 
I'm thinking about the chaotic energy that is the characters of Waluigi and But Mario. that's also why I'm thinking Charlie Day. Charlie Day is, is like the spiritual Luigi. successor to no, Gilbert Charlie Godfrey. Charlie Day is already Luigi. I know, but right? like that yeah. would be who I would think the type of person to play Waluigi. But you're be. not thinking out of the box because did you hear me? Eric Andre. Eric Andre, because Eric Andre would totally lean into doing a weird Waluigi voice, son, and they don't need to talk a lot, right? Like, I just feel like that's 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 what I need. I now want a movie featuring Eric Andre and Danny DeVito, and I need it to be absolutely chaotic for no reason, right? Like Wedding Crashers, but with Eric Andre and Danny DeVito. We'll call it. Nothing, nowhere, none of the time. Like everything, all everything, yep. everything, <laughs> Nothing, nowhere, none of the time. I'm here for it. We're like just I, throwing out bags here, everybody, for Hollywood. I mean, just like I'm here for the uh, the the Super Mario movie. Like movie it, looks fire, fucking hilarious. Fire. Yeah, no, that's a theater movie for it, me. It looks like it's gonna be a good time for the first Super Mario Brothers movie. In a long time, it definitely looks like it's going to live up to the expectation. If the trailer can make me laugh that loud, I can only imagine what Charlie Day is going to make me do, yeah. is going to make me laugh. Yeah. And then listening to Chris Pratt as Mario is just going to be like watching Michael Sarah in Arrested Development, so. Or, or, or Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. He made a great Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I'm going to go take a great leap, and then we'll wrap this shit up. I think we can call it here. I don't think we have anything else to do. No, you're right. I'm going to go take a leap. Well, I'm we'll just going to remind you, everybody, week. that for all of your Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, Flesh or Blood, Yu-Gi-Oh, card game supplies, or board games, you can check out TokenMTG.com and use the promo code Ziggy to get 10% off of your order. Also, if you check out their location in Edgewater, they just recently installed a full arcade featuring a sit-in Luigi's Mansion machine. Check it out. It's dope. Deuces. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.